Hi, this is David from Wedding Business Growth. Wedding Business Growth is committed to helping you succeed in the wedding and events industry and grow your business in a sustainable way. Thank you for tuning into Wedding Business Growth Podcast. And now stay tuned for part one of this episode. Hello, my friends. We What's are up? live. What's up, David? What's going on, man? How you doing, bro? What's going on here, man? What's, uh, well, what's this? What you got? What's the deal, man? What is that? It's my friend. You got like a caterpillar on your chin? Or I'm, I'm, going, with, your, I'm going with the Freddie Mercury vibe for a little bit. You, you kind of do have that Freddie yeah. Mercury vibe going, man. I've been told, man. I tried the sideburns too. I like Just it. a little bit of a look. In, in a weird way, I kind of like it. In a very Appreciate weird that. way. Try All right. Throw it back to the 70s. Hey guys, thank you for joining us tonight. We're excited to be back with you. Another week of wedding business growth. Yeah. Hopefully everybody is doing well out there. Uh, we have a great guest joining us tonight. And if you saw our post earlier, we are talking about sales. Look at here, your boy's already checking in. Ernie, what's up, man? You know. <laughs> Our good buddy, Ernie. Nice Thanks, to Ernie. see him, man. Appreciate you. All right, so <clears throat> you know what's so funny? <laughs> I mustache you Let's a go. question. I love it. Love it. I love it. Um, so you know what's funny is that it seems like the last couple of weeks, you and I have been hanging out together so much that it's, it's like, I, I can't even barely say what, what, what has your week been we, up to because yeah, I've yeah. basically been a part of most of it's it. It's been you know good, I mean? man. No, but it's been, it's been all good stuff though. So yeah. Yeah. We had, cool. we had a great, we went down to Daytona today. Um, yeah. saw our peeps down in Daytona, shout out to Jan and all those peeps showing us some love down in Daytona again today. Um, so that was a lot yeah. of fun. What else did we do? Oh my gosh, what didn't we do? Man, you've been working weddings, yeah. you've been seeing that stuff. That's awesome to get back to that. I know we got some good stuff lined up this week for, for some weddings. So Halloween's this weekend. Grateful to be working. Right? You know? so and Halloween, yeah. Everybody be celebrating Halloween, I'm sure. Spooky I know, season. Yeah, I know Ernie likes that spooky stuff, man. I think I'm Ernie, spooky. I think Ernie really likes to get in with the, uh, the spookiest of spooks. I'm ready so. to get spooky. Yeah, right? So it should be fun. We're going to have a good time with that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I can't really, I can't really speak on much of anything that happened this week that was super, super exciting other than obviously, it's um, been a blur truthfully. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, been, yeah. it's so been going busy. so crazy. But I'm blessed. Man. Look I'm at blessed. here. Ernie says he'll be here next week. Well, yeah, hopefully, we'll hopefully we'll have Ernie like right here next week. Then maybe like in between the two of us That'd hanging out with us, that would be super cool. So Ernie, if yeah. you're, if you are here, here, uh, so awesome. I think that would be phenomenal. Spookier, yeah, the, the spookier the better That's exactly exactly all right guys well um we hope everybody's had a great week yeah. we thank you for joining us just a few housekeeping notes before we get going uh if it's your first time joining us well, first of all welcome thank you uh also if you like to uh for us to be able to see your name and kind of like this where we have ernie's name and his handsome photo up on the screen studly um all you have to do is up in the comment section you'll see a link at the very bottom <laughs> of the comment that says uh, we are going live on StreamYard, and we want to, uh, you know, we want to be able to display your name and photo so we know who you are. Because otherwise, it'll just say Facebook user. And as much as we have fun trying to figure out who Facebook user is, we'd love to really kind of call you by name and, and address you accordingly. So definitely, um, definitely just do that. Um, feel free to ask questions as long as uh, as long as you'd like to. Feel free to make comments. Uh, feel free to comment on Nick's new Freddie Freddie Mercury look. You already know. Um, or whatever it is you want to. And before we get started, like we always do, uh, a quick little DP cheers. Toast. Hopefully this does not end up all over <laughs> the mix board again like cheers, it did brother. two weeks ago. Yeah, man. All right. Oh, look at here. He's calling you a sexy. Oh, he's calling himself a sexy beast. Yeah. I like he how is. you did that, Ernie. I like is. how you did that. No doubt. Very good. All right, Nick. So any any uh, last 
kind of uh, last first words before we get right into this thing? I just really hope everyone's had a good week, man. And I really hope things are starting to, uh, you know, pick up for people. I know these are crazy times we're living in. I mean, there's a lot of hecticness in the world. I know that's probably not a word, but there's a lot of hecticness going on, sure. man. I just I hope you guys can unwind and maybe have a little fun and learn something tonight with us. So glad to be a part of this community and like let's get into it yeah i mean this is the place to be if you want to learn honestly yeah man we got uh, a great guest today we want to obviously give a shout out to all of our friends at djs helping djs and the djs vault wedding business growth on facebook also our wedding business growth friends and family out there in youtube world and in twitch world so we yeah. just, uh, you know, we just keep moving and shaking and growing and, and baking or whatever it may be. That was good. Oh, look at here. Facebook okay. user. Hey, David Hanscom, watching from Houston, Texas. Thank you for watching from Houston, Texas. Uh, Texas. I don't I don't know who you are, unfortunately, because it says Facebook user, but uh, I'm glad you're watching. And I hope, country. You, I hope you enjoy tonight. I think it's going to be a lot it. of fun. Yeah, yeah without you. a doubt. All right. So I am going to do. Oh, there we go. Eh, Christina what's here. Up, Christina? What's up? What's up? What's up? How good you to see you. This is our florist friend. Yep. Glad for, thanks for being on. That's I can awesome. imagine, you know what? I can imagine Christina probably has some pretty cool stuff going on this weekend with Halloween events. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. Know, like Halloween theme events like and, and flowers yeah. and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. man. I bet that's going to be some cool stuff. Spider webs. All and, right. So yeah. let's uh, let's jump into this thing. Thank you, guys. Keep sending your comments in, man. We, we, we love it. We love it. We love it. We love interacting with you guys watching us. Um, all right. So I'm going to introduce our speaker and then bring her on to join us. This is our our speaker tonight is, uh, oh, I never do weddings. Okay, well, maybe you will one day. Uh, so our speaker is Jan Spence. Our speaker today is a true innovator. Her family introduced peach jello to the world through a national commercial in the 1970s. That's pretty interesting, That's wild. huh? Yeah. Uh, she, she began her sales career at the age 10 selling donuts for summer camp. I think a lot of us probably have done th- some things like yeah. that as well. Uh, she then sold vacuum cleaners door-to-door at age 18 and went on to consult at, with national accounts such as Walmart, Pillsbury, and Frito-Lay. Jen wow. even fulfilled a lifelong dream to play women's professional full tackle football, which we're going to have to talk about yeah, that we gotta talk about before that. we get into sales. Okay. That's hard. And uh, through speaking, training, and coaching, Jen engages individuals and companies to realize their core values and participate in reaching their goals. And this TEDx speaker comes here today wow. to help inspire and teach us about sales. So please uh, virtually put your hands together and help us welcome my good friend, Jan Spence. Hey, Jan, how are you? Thanks for being here. Thank you. I am amazing. It's a beautiful, cool, great day in Jacksonville, Florida. And I'm so happy yes. to be joining this group. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Appreciate I'm going to just go through a few of our comments here real quick. DJ Mikey Mike, yes. All right. Thanks, in your Steve. groove grill today. Hey, I like that. Not even playing around. Yeah, I love hard. it. Thank you, Mike, for checking in, man. Good to see you. So, Jan, um, let's dive right into this football thing. Uh, because yeah, I'm curious, you know, I mean, if we would, if we would have popped the screen up and it would have been, uh, and I'm not trying to be sexist here by any means, but if it had been a dude that jumped up, then it probably would have been like, Oh yeah, sure. I get it. Football, but tell us about pro football. And here's somebody I know, you know, Katie saying Katie, hi, saying buenos up? nachos. Shout out to Katie Mack. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So tell us about this pro football deal. Oh my goodness, there's a whole long story. If it's okay, I'll give a shout out to my TEDx yeah. talk. <laughs> so and I think yes. we'll talk about how to find me if you want more information at the end, but you can hear the extended story that the roller coaster ride. Basically, my mom always wanted to play. So I heard her as a little kid 
just she she would be watching football and she'd say, I want to be on the field. I want to put on the shoulder pads and the helmets. I want to tackle people. And so I was just a little kid. I didn't know any better. And so her dream really uh, became my dream. But I couldn't play football because there was no football for little girls at the time. So I actually became a cheerleader. And uh, but I kept the dream alive. My husband knew about it. We would sit at the Jacksonville Jaguars games and I would say the same words that my mom would say. I'd say, I want to be on the field. That looks like fun. I want to put on all the equipment. I want to tackle people. And so I uh, finally got my chance actually to go to the tryouts. And it's a little bit of some twists and turns as to what happened wow. there. And um, but ultimately, spoiler alert, I was able to play. But how I got there is really the important message. Um, so you'll have to you'll have to I'll leave that as a cliffhanger to go find out more oh. about Story, but awesome. yeah, I got it. We went to the first ever women's world bowl in San Diego and That's it was incredible. just an absolute blast. So I got to live my dream. So if I can live my dream, something as crazy as wanting to play pro football, people, you can live your dream too. So we just, sometimes we don't think big enough, but we need to think a little bit bigger than where we are and believe that it can really come true. And there are ways that we can do that. I yeah, absolutely. Here's yeah. Ernie, Ernie giving a shout out to Gardner Minshew. I got huh? that Minshew stash going on. You kind of you got you got like the the mini Minshew. The mini Minshew, yeah. Minshew's is like a straight handlebar. Yeah. It's, it's 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 a power move. I, I think we should call it mini Minshew. I mini like Minch. I like the mini Minch. <laughs> the mini mini Minch. Love it. Good stuff. Well, that that is an exciting story. And by the way, you guys can find out the rest of the story by going to janspence.com and and you'll find out all the information about Jan and her. <clears throat> excuse me, her career in uh, professional women's football. That's really cool. And I know that uh, I know that that was um, I know that's not what we came here to talk about tonight, but that's always so intriguing to me every time I see though. <laughs> Look at Ernie. Ernie's got Look the best Ernie. stuff. Min stash. The min stash. This guy, man, he always comes up with the dope, the dope stuff. Bravo. Yeah. Golf clap on that one. Right. <laughs> All right. So tonight we're talking about sales and, you know, at this time, you know, everything that everybody's dealing with right now. Um, sales is probably more difficult than ever. You know, yeah. people are people are having to get really get creative about um, the way they're able to do sales or the way they're able to handle their sales calls, mm -hmm. um, whether they're inbound or outbound sales calls. And I think a lot of times we've talked about this before in the past, Nick. And, and I think a lot of times people get a little confused between sales and marketing and kind of dump all of that into one bucket and one thing. You know Definitely. what I mean? I'm guilty of it myself. Yeah. So, um, you know, let's just set the tone real quick, Jan. Let's just set the tone in your words. Let's separate marketing and sales to set the premise of tonight. And then we can move forward in the conversation from that. Great. You are so wise because so often people say, oh, I'm in the sales and marketing department or I'm doing sales and marketing activities and they lump them all together when what they really should be doing is distinguishing between the two. So this is the official, actually the unofficial, Jan Spence definition of the two. I consider marketing as all the other stuff you do to get your name in front of people, to draw people to you, to for people to have an awareness of who you are and what you offer, that brand, why you're different, why you are unique, why they should choose you. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, that's all the marketing, that's all the other stuff. So if tangibly, we would call that your digital marketing, it's your social media, it's having videos on YouTube, it's maybe having a newsletter that you send out to people. It might be um, your website, just your website. 
Uh, maybe it's flyers that you have. Maybe it's brochures and photographs that you present at um, oh so March trade shows <laughs> that you would give out to people so they could actually see examples of what you do. It's giving people that awareness, letting them know that you're there, what you have to offer and how you're different. However, sales is, is the next step. So sales is really, and this is my definition, sales is having a conversation between a decision maker. That's it. So sales is actually having that conversation and everything else in between that could be considered marketing. The brochures, the website, the emails, everything else is drawing them to you or letting them know that you're aware. But sales ultimately comes down to a conversation between you and the decision maker to articulate what are their needs, what you have to offer and how you can fulfill that, and then where those two meet, if indeed they do. So that is my unofficial uh, definition of the distinction between the two. How does that resonate with, with how you put those things in those two buckets? Yeah, no, I, I couldn't, I don't think I could agree with you more. I think that makes a lot of sense, um, you know, and I think it helps just kind of set the tone because again, a lot of times people, you know, buck, bucket it all together. And, and I love how you break it down so simple to just basically say that it's a conversation. Yeah. And I think if we're, if we're able to get comfortable with realizing that this is really a conversation, this is, this is, uh, that, that's very profound. Throw a few comments up here real quick. Uh, hello from MA. This is my buddy, Matt Peterson. I know he'll be on next week with yeah. us. Um, so, Hey Matt, good to see you, man. Good to see you. Um, Ernie says the client is buying into your personality before buying your product. Definitely. Um, I think, you know, I think that's really great. Yeah. And I think also, I think that's a really good segue into kind of talking a little bit about mindset, because I think, you know, before, you know, sometimes before we even have a chance to talk to somebody, our mindset already plays a big role in how that conversation even goes. And, and I think it's important for people to be okay with, and, and we're in a time right now where we, it's been said over and over again, we know people are struggling. We know people are having a hard time. We know people are, are, are having challenges in life, but you have to be okay with making money. I mean, that's how you keep your business going. That's yeah. how you pay your bills. That's how you take care of your family. Like you have to be okay with making money. That's a great point. And I mean, especially as a young business owner myself, like I find myself struggling with that because it's like, it, and that comes from confidence, I think, and, mm -hmm. and security in yourself. And so when you're, when you're talking about, you have to be comfortable with making money, it's like you have to be confident enough in your product or, you know, what you're doing to be able to say like, I know that this is valuable. And like, I know like this is worth something on yeah. the marketplace. And, sure. and not, and not kind of feel like a, you know, sleazy, I, I, everybody always uses the term sleazy used car salesman. Yeah. Like I feel bad for the people out there that use car salesmen because they get the worst rap, right? right? Like we, we probably should, we, we probably should find another like uh, business at this point because people have used used car salesmen for so long as like defining <laughs> sleazy and yeah. they've probably kind of cleaned up at least a lot of them have probably cleaned that up a little bit but all right so i want to uh, kick it back over to you jen talk a little bit if you would about mindset and about some pointers that we can really help um, our viewers and really help them kind of tweak their mindset a little bit maybe and, and feel a little bit better and think a little bit better about sales Sure, sure. Um, and I love the way that you highlighted that. So because it's a conversation, I asked for permission. I'm going to sit down today. I've been doing a, a virtual sales training for a group. So some of the stuff you see uh, behind there is some leftovers from that that we're continuing tomorrow. So I left that up. So two things that I think about with mindset. So just want to address some of the things that Nick said. And there may be many of you out there listening right now 
that are thinking, I'm new. Um, I, don't, I, I don't have 700 weddings under my belt. I just bought the equipment and it's okay and I'm trying to even get more equipment to be up to speed, whatever that is from decor to um, lighting to whatever it may, flooring, whatever it might be for you, whatever element of the industry that you're in with events and with weddings. And so we really have to get into the mindset of fake it till you make it. And is that overused, David? Yep, that's an overused phrase too. But it's really about um, feeling that feeling nervous about it, feeling that fear, but moving forward. And I think the way that we can become confident is we do it. Because if you're hiding out and all you're doing is redoing your website every other weekend, but you're never actually having a conversation to sell something, to send a contract to someone, then you end up not having those opportunities to show that you absolutely are amazing. And you learn along the way and you build, you exercise those muscles by practicing them and then the confidence comes. But, you know, when, when we're learning to walk, we just, we put one foot out and it's scary and we fall down and then we try again and we fall down and we try again and we fall down until that first step when it's a little bit wobbly and we're like, I think I can walk. And then we put another step out and it's scary, but we do that and we keep going. So if people can frame their business with that and thinking of just feeling that fear moving forward into it, that will build that confidence. And, and some of you are thinking, oh, Jan, I'm, I'm not in that position. I've been in the business for years. Yeah, but have you been through a pandemic? I don't know about you, right. but I've not, I've not lived through a pandemic before. I've not God. been through one yet until now. Unprecedented times. Oh, please do not, <laughs> don't uh, use that word. Don't use that word unprecedented. I, know. I saw a post about it. Like if I hear unprecedented one more know, time, right? it's hilarious. Well, one of, you know, one of the things when you, when you were talking, Jan, so, you know, you know me and I, there's certain phrases that I, and you alluded to it that I think are so outdated, but people use fake it till you make it a lot. But you know what I was thinking the other day? I like the phrase burning while you're learning. And what I mean by that is like you have this burning fear, like I'm going to mess up, I'm going to screw yeah. up. But as you're going, you're learning and you're growing yeah. and you're learning and you're growing. And if you can get through that burning while you're learning, yeah. you're going to get to where you want to be. And it and it's just a, you know what I mean? It, yeah, it's it's cool just one of those things where I, I think it's a positive twist on the old fake it till you make it because um, – when you fake it, you you have the or if you or if you're in this mindset of faking it, yeah. then there is a, an a tendency to. Um, <laughs> Ernie says, "I'll smack you for saying unprecedented times." Right. But it, you're, there's there's this tendency to kind of feel weird because you're like fake it. So so you're telling me I should just fake everything I'm doing like this is not genuine. So right. I, I just and and this is not anything obviously negative towards what you said, Jan. It's just to that that one little phrase it it's always been something that I've always thought about like how could we tweak this to to say something that means what I think people are trying to say when they use the phrase. Um I don't know, maybe elevator or whatever. So real quickly, just want to uh, check in with everybody again. If you're just watching us, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Feel free to leave comments or questions. We are joined tonight by Jan Spence, and we are talking about sales and kind of just attacking everything that is sales. So if you guys have questions about sales, if you guys have challenges with sales, Jan is, is, is here to help. We're here to help. Um, so we want you to continue to, to keep dropping those comments and those questions. So Jan, um, 
what about this whole this whole thought process or kind of just shifting the minds but your mindset and your perspective on, on on again feeling negative about sales like what are some pointers and some tips that we can really help guys with and ladies sorry <laughs> that's funny i got i got after david a few weeks ago about the you guys <laughs> yep, yep. you're gonna be inclusive so that's funny i love it you caught yourself so and and love the comments coming in since Ernie seems to be one of our wordsmiths of the day, why don't we give him that challenge? Because I wrote down burning while you're learning, but I'm sure Ernie can come up with something super cool. And I'm going to totally steal it with your permission, Ernie, because I love having something else other than fake it till you make it. I love it. So um, with the mindset to, it, it really starts with being comfortable, as David said, with making money. Um, as Nick said, just having that confidence that it's okay and as i mentioned earlier none of us have lived through a pandemic so even the most experienced wedding professional out there might be going well how do i charge this much when people are hurting when they're losing their job how do i is it fair for me to still continue to charge the rates that i have so it really starts with being comfortable that what we have is a value so it all starts there to know that you can believe and truly believe it that because you are there to provide the services on a professional level, you know that you're going to make that very, very important experience in that person's life. You know that you're, it's going to go smoothly. So instead of, uh, you know, Uncle Earl's neighbor who just happens to have a turntable and hiring them to be the DJ, and then you know the rest of that story when the equipment doesn't work and they don't know what they're doing and the dance floor is empty, you know those stories. So you have to believe that what you do is more than what you do. You have to have that confidence that what you provide has a deeper meaning in making that special day, even if it's a special event other than a wedding, go smoothly and that that is important. And don't leave it to those that aren't the professionals. So it first starts with that belief in yourself that you do have value and you make a difference. So we have to, when we get back in touch with that, Sometimes those conversations become a little bit easier because we, we, we have to resell ourselves. That's the first person we have to sell is reselling ourselves that what we do has value and that it's worth the price that's paid. So any reflections? Have you seen that, uh, David or, or yeah, Nick? Yeah, that's... That's a knowledge. That's, that's, that's a knowledge drop. Yeah, that's that's, that's a bomb drop, drop right yeah. there because, I mean, at, at the end of the day, if you don't, if you don't have faith in yourself and you don't have confidence in what you're selling, whether it's mm -hmm. your services and or your products, yeah, you're you're already in a bad way. Yep. You know what I mean? For sure. You're already in a bad way. We got a couple of questions that came in here. So Jan, this is uh, this is for you. Uh, I'm not a pushy closer, so I really struggle with sealing the deal. Uh, I love some Same. guidance on that from Jan. So that that's a pretty that's good awesome. one there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any others? Uh, let's, you... let's attack that one and then we'll, we'll keep going. Yeah, let's attack them one at a time. Why not? Okay, so um, I'm just sitting there thinking, wow, there's a lot of content to give you to answer that question. So let me be succinct and give you something to, to walk away with that will, that will help. That first piece is that mindset is that we aren't that pushy person, that what we have is a value and that they truly need us and believing in that in ourselves and letting that come through because that you're not going to fake 
that's going to be authentic when you know that what you do has value and provides and takes an event to another level that's memorable, that's smooth, that's, I don't know if weddings are stress-free, but it's, it's stress less stressful, one of those. So I, the, the kind of sales training that I teach, we don't talk about the closing questions and, you know, grab them in a headlock and wrestle them to the ground till they sit, you know, till they sign the contract. <laughs> it's totally turned around. You heard me say earlier, we would really want to have a conversation and find out what they're really looking for. And let me take that piece a step further. And I think that will help the closing the deal and not being pushy be more understandable. People say that they are looking for, um, we'll, just, we'll just go to DJ. I'll just, that jumps in my head first. They're looking for a DJ. That's up here. That's on the surface. They think that's on that wedding checklist that they printed offline and they're looking for a DJ. But what are they really looking for? Mm-hmm. What is it that they really want? I would love if, if, if our, our viewing audience would share and, and I don't know if we can do that, David, if there's time to just brainstorm, but I would love yeah, to hear no, from them. I'll, I'll riff a little bit, but I'd love to hear what they, just to dig deeper. They're not looking for music at their wedding. They are looking to have two families come together that have fun and connect. They are looking for people to go saying that was a blast and the music was so great, everybody was packing the dance floor. They are looking for that time when they dance oh, brings tears to my my voice. Sorry, I get choked up sometimes. They're looking to have that special dance with that person that maybe they've had some trouble with in the past, but they want that to be that special moment on that special day. Mm. That's what they really want. Yeah. Uncle Earl's neighbor can't provide that, but a true professional can. So when we tap into what your potential clients are really looking for, and we do that by asking questions. That's some technique part that we can talk about. When we go deeper than, oh, you need a DJ, some flowers, a wedding book, check, check, check. Those are things up here. What they really want is for them the most beautiful wedding, the most amazing event that they walk away going, that accomplished everything. Families came together. Nobody threw wine in somebody's face. There were no fist fights. <laughs> Everybody had fun. And we do that by asking those questions to take it down a little bit of a layer of what they really want. Did anybody chime in on, on what they believe people are really wanting? Yeah. yeah so we have a, we have a comment come in there. Uh, they're, excuse me, they're looking for a night of their lifelong magical dream wedding come true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and those the rest of you guys that are watching, feel free to comment as well. Yeah. What, you know, um, like Jan said, what, in, in your words and your thoughts, like, Think about not just surface level, but deeper level. What are what are, you know? What are your clients really looking for? Ernie says uh, they want a fun and stress free day. Yes. Yeah, that's so perfect, so perfect. And I'm going to go back earlier. We were talking about new new ways to rephrase "fake it till you make it." So Ernie says he's got four of them: uh, being honest until you make it. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I like that. Um, trust that you can make it. Yep. Beautiful make it till you make it. I really like that one. Yeah, that's cool. I really like that one. Uh, and then practice till you make it. I think that's a great one too. You know, practice till you make it makes a lot of sense. So Ernie, uh, well done, man. As usual, yeah. you're always, you're always on the ball. Yeah, he is. Um, 
And then, of course, Ernie said so many closing styles. Yeah, there, there, there are really a lot of different ways yeah. when it comes to closing. So I think that you're definitely on to something for real uh, when we talk about the fact that uh, you've really got to dive deeper. And if, yeah. you know, it's like, this is a prime example. You know, you, you know, I talk about this all the time. You probably already know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Like I own, I own a, uh, I own a DJ company. Hey, Sal, good to see you back again, buddy. I, you know, I own a DJ company and yeah. I tell everybody that works for me, we are not in the music business. We are not in the entertainment business we are in the people business right and what we provide to those people is entertainment and music and interaction and things like that and and it's important for us to understand that uh katie says sometimes you have to tailor your message to resonate directly with each person in order to make a better connection people want to know how you relate to them and once you build that rapport you can grow a relationship and they trust you are the pro very good yeah very man katie that's a great 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 statement and it resonates with me for sure but one thing i would really like to mention david um and this kind of ties back to to jan's point about you know we have to think a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. uh this we could even talk about this like you know i'm working a a festival like for me and doing video stuff Mm -hmm. it was like oh um, you know, I just want to, you know, oh, you need a videographer? Like, well, hold on. What do you need a videographer for? You need a videographer to show and showcase how fun this event is, how beautiful it is, how what a great time it's going to be, and why you should be going to the event. It's actually what I'm doing is marketing. It's not like just, oh, you need a videographer. Here you go. It's like, well, what's the intention of that being there? You need to, I, I definitely think that's an important to understand in whatever space you're in for sure. So sure. And just, we had, we had a uh, Facebook user comment said they want DJs. Uh, they want DJs that make their own music. That Maybe. absolutely could be true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's definitely a clientele out there that, that are looking for, for sure. you, we, we would call that originality. originality. Um, I, like I, I mean, to some extent, I, I think anytime a DJ plays a set there, whether it's their own music or it's, uh, music by another artist, the yeah. way they craft and, and manipulate the set that they play mm-hmm. still has some originality and creativity to it, unless they just completely see another DJ do what they do and then right. do exactly what they do. But exactly. the point, the point being is, yeah, there's, there's definitely a market out there for people who are, are looking for original music and original pieces. So that makes 100%. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, Jan, I think we've been just going on and on over here and we're not neglecting you by any means. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're, you're right on. I, what I loved and what I was thinking about what Katie said was she said adapting to that individual person. So I see that that looking something, tailoring your message to to resonate with each individual person to get a better connection. So the first thing I said is it's a conversation between two people. That's really a connection. So it's not, they liked my Facebook. They liked this. That's great. But ultimately we want to have that conversation. And we do that by asking questions. So while you might have, um, to go back to Nick's example of, we need a videographer. Well, why do we need a videographer? Um, well, because we're just having a keynote speaker come in and we want to capture it for posterity pers- purposes and putting it in our archive. Okay, what does that mean? How can we go deeper and ask questions to find out what they're really looking for? Well, what we're really doing is, this is the 50th anniversary of the company. We have someone really special coming in and this person's going to present some award to the president, blah, 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 I'm just riffing here. But mm. as, by, by, by putting the technical stuff to the side, so I wanna say this, especially to my event planning, wedding planning folks, you all have that checklist. And if I could enter into your world, it's gonna be, well, what's the date? 
how many people, what services are you looking for, what's your budget, all those technical things. What if we set some of that aside or we said, hey, you know what, before we get into this conversation, let's make sure the date's open. And then I'm going to ask you some of those specifics. We'll get there. But before then, I want to know about you. What is it that you want to use the phrase that someone had that magical day? What does that look like? Well, it means Aunt Sarah doesn't fight with Uncle Phil. It means that um, that we capture this special moment and we end up giving this video as a present to our beloved president who's retiring after 50 years or whatever. There's something deeper there and we get to know what that personal connection is, to put it in Katie's words, by asking those questions and just saying, we'll get to the details because we've got to get to that. But tell me what this means to you. Folks, I guarantee you, if you get away from date, number of people, location, all of that, and you start having a deeper conversation with your prospects, you're going to yeah. stand out. You're going to look different. They're gonna, you're going to catch their attention because they're going to know that you care and that you're different. You care about them and not just the date and the budget. That gives me goosebumps just hearing that and that, thinking yeah, about that. That's and, phenomenal. You know, I think to take it a step further, too, for our, for our folks that are watching that – uh, and, and I could see this in the corporate world as as well, but maybe not as much like in the wedding world. Like one of the things that we have to remember too is a lot of times there could be two people, maybe three people sit in front of you. It could be bride, right. it could be groom, it could be bride's mom. Right. And the answer to the question that you just asked could be three completely different answers. Yep. And it's important to understand and know that you've got to quickly be able to navigate through all of those you know, definitely navigate through all of those, uh, you know, responses that you get and then create something. And this is where your true professionalism comes in. Yeah. This is where you're able to stand out from your competition because you're able to say, you know, bride, I understand perfectly. And this is what we can do for you. Groom, I know, you know, you feel this way. And mom, I know probably most of it is financial to you. And we're going to make sure that we don't <laughs> break the bank and have you have to take a second loan out on your house to do this. Right. Um, but we're going to still make it amazing and make it fun. And so it's just mad important and super important to understand that, if, if you're doing an event where there's more people involved than just one decision maker, this is going to probably be a longer conversation, a deeper conversation. And if you avoid the wrong person in the conversation, you won't get the sale, period. And defining the uh, uh, maybe you could throw Katie's comment up there because oh, I think yep, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. Defining the why and making sure that everyone's heard, not just heard through your ears, but they're heard like in, in here. Yeah. And you're, so and, yeah. I, I love that. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Thank you for listening to part one of this episode. Be sure to tune in next time for part two on the Wedding Business Growth Podcast.